0: How's it guys doing? All right, welcome all to Panic Attack with Big John. On left call. Follow me on Twitter at the real underscore Big John. And I'm gonna skim through this article uh, about the uh, fake. Inflation reduction here. In While I'm doing that, there's about a four and a half minute clip of an asshole explaining why Hispanic voters are not falling for the Democrat bullshit. And then, oh shit, what I'll do is I'll break down his bullshit for you guys, and then I'll take a break and I'll talk hey. about this. <laughs> reduction bill, and then we'll all come back and uh have a slap happy good time pappy so listen to this douche what's this fool's name
1: well it was one of the major stories to emerge from the 2020 election was that we saw In the Hispanic vote, Democrats still won the Hispanic vote in 2020. You can see by 21 points. But that was down 17 points from 2016. Hillary Clinton won the Hispanic vote by 38. Joe Biden by just 21. And you know what? The trend seems to be continuing in 2022. What you're looking at here, this is the average of every poll we've got out there that's been taken over the last three months that looks at the Hispanic vote. And you put them all together... Hispanics are now voting Democratic by just 13 points. So from 38 to 21, now down in the 2022 midterm, polling to a Democratic advantage of just 13 points. What's going on here? Our next guest, Rudy Teixeira, for the emerging Democratic majority back in 2002. Mm-hmm. And arguing mm-hmm. A diversifying electorate, including the growth of the Hispanic electorate, could make Democrats the majority party in the 21st century. Two decades later now, though, Rudy Teixeira is now arguing that, quote, working class and Hispanic voters are losing interest in
0: the... All right, so this Rudy... I can't see through the cigar smoke. Uh... Ru- what the fuck's his name? Rudy uh something Techeria Texaria Tertiaria Rui not Rudy or Roy or Rudy as I was saying. Rue Techeria. The liberal patriot. Well, alright, that's his blog, I guess. He that's bullshit. There is no such thing as a liberal patriot. Uh his article is called Working class Hispanic voters are losing interest in the party of abortion, gun control, and January 6th hearings. Now, he's gonna lay down some bullshit for about a minute, and then I'm gonna come and tell you why it's bullshit. All right, hang on. Party
1: of abortion, gun control, and the January 6th hearings, and Marie Theshery joins us now. Thank you, Marie, for joining us. Um, it's interesting, I feel like I've been hearing for years, maybe even decades, that Hispanic, but there were certain issues that Republicans could offer sort of as a bridge to Hispanic voters. There was potential for Republicans with Hispanic voters. And yet it really seems that it was during Donald Trump's presidency that we started to see this significant movement. It's continuing now. Why did it, why did it start now?
2: Well, that's a good question and I think a lot of Democrats are asking themselves exactly that question. I mean, it seems almost hard to believe, right? I mean, Donald Trump, Donald Trump, the guy who said the things he did about immigrants and was uh, you know, borderline or actually racist in, in, in a lot of ways, at least in his pronouncements, uh, I think a lot of Democrats assume that that should send Hispanics hurtling in the Democrats' direction so they wouldn't carry them by 38 points as Clinton did in, in, in 2016, but rather by 45 points. In fact, as you pointed out, Steve, exactly the reverse happened. There was a, a an, you know very very large drop in the Democratic advantage among Hispanics. It was true nationally. It was true in almost all states. Um, and we see moving into the 2022 election that it's probably getting worse. Some polls have Hispanics basically just tied. Uh, between Republicans and Democrats in the generic congressional. This is, uh, you know, in the last uh, off-year election, Hispanics probably voted for Democrats by about 35 points. So something happened that's sending them away from the Democrats, my theory is that there's a a couple of important things here. One is that I think Democrats assume that Hispanics, because they're people of color, were sort of all in on this racial reckoning that we had in the summer, of 2020 around George Floyd, and that generally they could be treated as a group that uh, is very, very sensitive to these issues of race, very, very sensitive to uh, the kinds of the dialogue around that, uh, and, and, and sort of very sensitive to the issue of immigration, for example, which was uh, something that uh, Democrats always thought they had a big advantage on. And I think in the process, Democrats have lost track of the fact that this, as I put it, Hispanic voters are normie voters. They're voters who are. Cons-
0: I want to touch one thing he said here real quick. Hispanic voters who are in this country legally do not respect illegal aliens any more than non-Hispanic voters. The Democrats thought they would open up the door and say, oh, look, we're going to let all the Hispanics come across the border freely. And that would get more Hispanic votes. No, the Spaniards that came here legally, okay, legally, or the ones that didn't cross the border, the border crossed them when we won the Texas-Mexico War, or the Mexican-American War, whatever you want to call it. Those people that were born and raised Americans don't respect the illegal aliens. The first time I heard the term "wetback" was from a Mexican American who was uh, well—he was half Mexican, half Cherokee, but they were—they identified as Mexican. They were proud of their Mexican heritage, but they didn't like the "quote unquote" wetbacks sneaking across the border. So so let me say that again. The Hispanic Americans or Mexican Americans, uh, they identified as Mexican Americans back in 1994 when I was hanging out with them. They did not respect the Mexicans who came in this country illegally any more than the redneck rancher Texans did. To the redneck rancher Texicans... The Hispanic people that grew up in Texas and are legal citizens are just Spanish. They're not, there's nothing wrong with that. Even the Mexican Americans, however, have a problem with illegal immigration. All right. with upper mobility, with jobs, health care, their communities, their kids,
2: you know, effective schools, public safety. These are track of the fact that this, as I put it, Hispanic voters are normie voters. They're voters who are concerned with upper mobility, with jobs, health care, their communities, their kids, you know, effective schools, public safety. These are are voters who thought the Democrats could be relied upon to do a good job uh, in those respects and who could be counted on even if there were liberal in the other party, not to be so liberal that it would turn off uh, people whose values were, were significantly more conservative than where Democrats seem to be coming from. And all of that got lost, I think, in the transition from 2016 to 2020 and where we see the Democrats going today, where they become far, far more socially liberal, a whole variety of issues that do not, in fact, comport well with the media and Hispanic voters, especially. Especially the
0: media working class Hispanic well voter. Because if you look at the data, that's clearly where they're losing most of their support among the working class Hispanics. Okay. So, I kind of already summed it up. But, okay, so I got involved in politicking in 19, 1998. Uh, that's when I got involved. I had an interest and a following in politics and government uh, my whole life, pretty much. I was a news nerd, was the only person who knew anything about why Bill Clinton was really impeached uh, and all these other things. Uh, The only person in in my group of friends, I should say. So 1998, I get involved. The Democrats always just, at their own admission, relied upon the black vote. Well, they're gonna vote for us no matter what. We tell them a bunch of stuff, we don't deliver, we use them. This is a, a young Democrat. There were the college Republicans student organization and the college Democrats student organization. My friend, Lauren, who was uh, which wish we would have been better friends, but she would have probably cheated on me just like she did on her first husband. Uh, sorry, Lauren. Uh, but anyways, she was cool as fuck. We could sit and talk and everything about politics and disagree to agree or something like that. Uh, anyhow, she would always say, you know, the Democrat Party, we just use the black voters... We just take advantage of them. We just accept, expect them to vote for us, and we don't do anything for the community. And then, as the Spanish population in the United States started to grow, the Democrat Party said, Aha, we are a new set of brown skinned people we can use and count on to vote, and promise them all the the goodies and toys and knickknacks and knickerbockers in the world and they're just going to vote for us because we promised them stuff we'll we'll just give them a check like we did with the other minority communities in the uh the what is that thing Lyndon Johnson did the great uh not the great reset not the great new deal Not the Green New Deal. The Great Society. The Great Society of uh, Lyndon Johnson in the 1960s that destroyed the black family and the black community. Okay. So the Democrats said, we'll just do that for the Hispanic voters. And they'll just vote for us over and over and over again. Well, they didn't. They caught on to your bullshit and lies and racism it faster than what you realize they would. I can remember my friend Cobra. He was older. He was my friend's uh, parent. Uh, he he was my uh, my cousin's father-in-law. Old Cobra. He was a cool motherfucker. That's how he liked to be called. That's what he wants to be remembered as. Just a cool motherfucker. And Cobra. That was his nickname, by the way. Not his actual. Uh, His real name was Danny. Or Daniel. Uh, Anyways. uh, Cobra would always say, like... Goddamn son of a bitch Hillary Clinton. Fuck her. Fuck Hillary Clinton. Fucking Bill Clinton. (laughs) You know? So they were on to the the lies. And they knew... uh, Having talked to Hispanic voters... Uh, some of which even vote Democrat consistently, say, yeah, we know they're, they just count on us for our votes, and, you know, they're just using us, but, well, you know, it, it's better than the Republicans who don't care about us at all. Okay, look. Now now I think with the people like Myra Flores, I'm a big supporter and big fan of that young lady. Uh, first Mexican-born woman elected to Congress. Legal citizen, legal immigrant, perfect American, perfect patriot. People like her are realizing the Democrats don't support their values. The the, the Mexicans who immigrate here come here for freedom. They don't come here for abortions, and that's kind of irrelevant. Uh, and honestly, because of their Catholic moral upbringing, Most of them are pro-life and, uh, well, (laughs) pro-life. High moral standards. Uh, They they don't want things like guns taken away from them because they've seen what happens when the government controls the guns. The criminal element in Mexico, the cartels that you may have heard of, they got plenty of guns. They've got corrupt government officials bought off so they can buy their guns. And if they can't, buy off the corrupt government officials, they just kill the corrupt government officials with their guns. So, they, they see the corruption that can come from taking freedoms from citizens, and they see through the media's lies about people like Trump, like this rude Uh, uh You know, he thought that, oh well, we quoted Donald Trump on saying all Mexicans and Mexicans are murderers and rapists. Well, the Mexicans can watch Donald Trump speak Mexican Americans, Hispanic Americans, whatever uh, term I'm supposed to use. They prefer to just be known as Mexican, but whatever. A Mexican happens to live in America, but is more patriotic than most white liberal Americans. Anyhow, so These uh, lost my train of thought because I cut off on a rant there. These Mexican Americans, they know that having the government control your freedom, having your freedom taken from you by the government, is never a good thing. They know that the Democrats uh, are saying, ha 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 ha, coddling their hands together, well, when the black voters catch on to our scheme, <laughs> we'll just rely on the Hispanic vote. Or we'll, like this guy said, in 2020, the Democrats, the filthy Democrat racists, <coughs> thought, well, because of George Floyd, the drug addict who OD'd in police custody, we'll lump all the brown-skinned people in together. Well, the Hispanic Americans, Hispanic voters, see this. They know they're being used and being lied to by these Democrats. They know the Democrats are going to take advantage of them and use them and promise them things just for their vote and do nothing for them in reality. So that's why. The Hispanic vote is shifting parties. They're normal voters, or as Rue Tosharia said, normy voters. They want freedom, they want lower taxes, they have different stances on abortion from individual to individual, and they have different stands on gun control from individual to individual. So Sorry racist, cracker, filthy Democrats. You can't steal one big voting block at a time like you want to. And you can't just promise groups of people, because of the color of their skin, certain things and say, oh, here, we'll give you toys, but you gotta be our puppets on a string. They're not gonna go for that anymore. Ah, oh, you dumb fuck, Democrats, honest to God. All right, God bless y'all, BRB, momentarily. I'll be right back in a minute. (laughs) So I'm glad I got off on that little rant there, because that's something that needs to be said. Uh, the Democrats are the true racist pricks, bastards in this country, um, because they try to lump groups of people together as a voting block based on the, the skin color. And that's that's racism. Fucking simple as that. Uh, so the fake inflation reduction. Okay, let me talk English. Time gets serious. Fake, re- fake, fake. There was my Biden moment for the day, guys. The fake Inflation Reduction Act passed Congress, thanks to Kristen Cinema and Joe Manchin for getting it watered down as best they could. Thank the fifty Republicans who did not vote for this nonsense. The Congressional Budget Office, which t- is a nonpartisan office, it takes every spending bill that comes through Congress and weighs it and says, "What will this bill do to the national debt? What will it be profitable? Will it uh, be not not be profitable? Will we lose money on this bill?" Blah blah woof woof. It said, they said this will have a negligible effect on inflation through the rest of 2022 and 2023. Now, I'm sure every senator stayed up all night reading this bill. All 755 pages of it As amendments were being added late Saturday night into early Sunday morning, and then uh, again when they resumed session on Sunday morning, they had a voterama where any senator could propose an amendment and the whole Senate had to vote upon it. Bernie Sanders, by the way, proposed an amendment that lost. uh, He's the only one who voted for it and 97 others voted against it. Good old Bernie. But it was for a, another a $300 a month child tax credit. So it was something that started during the pandemic, uh, and he wanted to continue that, and the rest of the Senate told him no. Uh, but nonetheless, 755 pages of a bill that was still being amended, that means par- pages were being added and they ended up at 755. Do you think any of these people read all 755 pages of that bill? No, they did not. At the end of the amendment session, vote was it vote o or Vote-O-Rama? Whatever. vote o as they called it. At the end of that, they all just said F it, and we're passing it. So there was plenty of pork barrel and BS added to this bill as it was being uh, voted on over the last 24 hours, May 48 hours. I'm impressed that senators worked on a Saturday and Sunday, the lazy fucks, to be honest with you, but anyways. What else did I write down here? Uh, it does include, okay, so this was a green new bill. It was called the Inflation Reduction Act, but it was a green new billy. Tax credits for individuals to buy electric vehicles. Uh, it allows the federal health secretary to negotiate the price of certain prescription drugs for Medicare. So they're, they're gently easing towards Medicare for all, so they think. The, uh, the negotiations will take effect for 10 drugs covered by Medicare in 2026. So you got to wait four years for that, uh, increasing to 20 drugs in 2029. I always tell you, the Democrats and the liberals are, if nothing else, patient. Bernie Sanders doesn't care if socialism comes to America in his lifetime. As long as it gets here and ruins us. Okay? So... Again, baby steps towards Medicare for All. Socialized medicine. This doesn't even take a... This is a bill that's passed in August of 2022. And the Medicare... Prescription drug negotiations. A portion doesn't take effect till 2026. Is that really helping inflation today? No. Does that reduce inflation in 2022? No. In fact, the only thing government can do to decrease or increase inflation is to stop printing money. Where again, It was never about lowering the cost of your prescription drugs. That portion of the bill was never about inflation, it was about creeping towards total socialized medicine, Medicare for all they're going to call it. The bill puts a cap on $2,000 on out-of-pocket prescription cost, tax reform, legislation creates a minimum. 15% tax for corporations making a billion dollars or more in income, bringing them more than 300 billion in revenue. So they got their billionaire tax. 15% 15% minimum tax for corporations, making $1 billion or more in income, and bringing in more than $3 billion in revenue. So every corporation now has to fudge its books. <laughs> the portion that got cut, though, uh, is the one that narrowed the carried interest tax loophole. Kristen Cinema agreed to sign on to the bill if this measure, which would have changed the way private equity income is taxed, was cut. Democrats said it would have brought in $14 billion in revenue. Revenue to the federal government to waste if it did that. Again, this was not called a federal tax increase bill. This was not Called a federal revenue increase bill. This was an inflation reduction bill. This was a lie to you, the American people. This was a lie to us, the American people. The PMSNBC and the Clinton News Network are all going to sit there and go, oh, well, look, the Democrats passed the inflation reduction bill, and people are not stupid. We know every time we go to the store, the cost of goods goes up. We see that. The average American can't see a 1% increase or decrease in uh, GDP from year to year. Okay, but we can see The price at the pump go up. Now it's been coming down lately, thanks to nobody. But we can see the prices at the store go up. We can see the shelves don't aren't as fully stocked as they used to be, and we can see that you know there's a whole section of of choices missing. That's the great thing about America and uh, capitalism and a market economy. You can go to the store, find the brand you want, find the portion size you want. Like the other day, I was looking for medicine for an upset stomach. I had a ton of choices. I could find the ingredients that worked best for me. I could find the price I wanted to pay, and I could find the number of uh, doses that uh, I needed that fit with the price that I wanted to pay. That's what the American consumer is used to. That's what the American consumer wants. We don't want the government to tell us, okay, you make this much money, you can afford to pay that much for this item. But that's where the government is heading under these lousy Democrats. Uh they said they had a one percent increase uh, or pardon me, one percent excise tax on stock buybacks and it could bring in roughly five times as much revenue as the carried interest measure. So again, this was a tax bill. Uh, Joe Manchin uh let's see here, major portion of the bill that isn't included due to the opposition of West Virginia Senator Joe Manchin is the extended child tax credit. Manchin expressed last year that the cost to extend the credit was too high, but progressives, including uh, Bernie Sanders, have continued to push for the inclusion. Sanders even proposed an amendment for that. So this was a tax increase bill. You got a few trinkets, a few knickknacks, and you know some things in there. They can dangle out for the American people. Oh, we gave you a tax break for buying an electric car. Yeah, most of us still can't afford it, You're, anyhow. Uh, oh, look, we gave you you know uh, prescription. We reduced the cost of prescription drugs. That's what they're going to tell us. They did not. Not until 2026 and 2029, maybe. So, it was bullshit. They're spending more on uh, climate change, infrastructure. Uh, let me get down here where where it said climate change. More than 300 billion would have been invested would be invested in energy and climate reform. Uh, That's scaled back from fifty five billion, so sixty billion to grow or for growing renewable energy infrastructure in manufacturing like solar panels and wind turbines um, and, and like I said it includes tax credits for electric vehicles and making homes energy efficient so Uh, The bill would, according to Democrats, lower greenhouse emissions by 40% based on 2005 levels. How does that reduce inflation, though? It was called the Inflation Reduction Act, not the Greenhouse Emissions Reduction Act. Liars, liars, pants on fires. So they lied to us. They bullshitted us. They hoodwinked us. They bamboozled us. Inflation is going to continue. I'm, I'm, so I'm afraid there's going to be a 1929 crash by October this year. Uh, I don't know. I don't care. Democrats are going to suffer for this at the polls. I, I hope it so. As Bill Cosby in his dentist office voiced it so, I hope it so. The Democrats suffer for this at the polls. I hope so. All right. I'm out of here. God bless y'all. Pray for one another. Love somebody. Be the reason somebody feels loved.